Hello, and welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we're going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time. I'm your host, Mickey, and um, this is the first episode. Well, not the first episode. This is the first episode everyone will be hearing because uh, I decided the week after I started this podcast to get an infection in one of my wisdom teeth and uh, had to have all four removed. So this has been a project that was supposed to be completed, um, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. (laughs) I was supposed to have all this in the bag by now, but we're here, four less teeth, but we made it. And um, I'm really excited to have everyone here. Um, This podcast is something that I wasn't really ever planning on doing. I kind of, the idea came to me through my cards, who, my Oracle cards, I listen to them. They tell me what to do. I usually don't listen for like the first, I don't know, five, six times. And then when it kind of kicks me in the ass, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I should set this boundary or I should stop talking to this person or I should take this opportunity. You know, we're all a little stubborn, especially those of us who happen to have a gift or a craft or abilities or connection, whatever you like to call it, but think we know better than anyone else because of that intuition that we have. Turns out we usually don't. We just think we do. Um, but yeah, so on this podcast, we're going to cover all things witchy and things not witchy, you know, whatever we want to talk about. Uh, bad witch comes from me, I guess. Well, obviously I thought of it, but I mean, it comes from me twofold because I consider myself a bad witch. I know that I'm powerful. I know that I can cast spells and I can do candle magic and I can read cards and I have these intuitions and these gifts and it's wonderful. And, you know, I believe in my practice, but I'm also a bad witch because I don't do any of those things as much as I should. (laughs) And like I said with my cards, I don't always listen to the messages. I don't always follow my intuition. I don't always do my candles or burn my sage or even buy new Palo Santo. My Palo Santo is burned at both ends so severely that I can't light it. And I'm 10 minutes from my witch door and I haven't gone. Maybe I'll go today, but probably not because I'm a bad witch. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to cover all things witchcraft, all things spirituality, all things we want to talk about. I can't think of all the things right now. I'm a, this is my first podcast. And I've also subsequently started a YouTube channel at the same time. (laughs) So you can imagine my total horror at having to hear my voice so much in the past few days. Um, YouTube, it won't really be covering any of the spiritual stuff unless my audience there wants it, which I'm totally open to. But um, my real life away from my witch life, I kind of do like to separate the two because I consider my gifts and you know what? I just realized whenever I say gift, it sounds like gift. I'm saying gift, (laughs) but I've realized that, um, they're a part of me, but they're not my identity. I don't think that it's ever necessarily a good idea to take something that is a part of yourself and turn it into your whole identity because it becomes all consuming. And I think it also kind of takes a bit of authenticity away from someone when you, really try to take away other aspects of yourself to dive into one thing. 
so yeah, I, I'm never going to be the girl walking around or the woman, excuse me. I don't want to say girl I'm in my thirties and I hate the like infantilizing of women in our society. But anyway, um, I don't, I'm not that woman who's walking around dressed like an extra from American Horror Story Coven. I'm just not, I do love a good black dress and even, you know, a pointy hat and okay. No, I would, I would dress like Myrtle Snow all day, every day if I had the money and the time and the dedication. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not this like anemic portrait of a woman standing in a field of weed with like a black horse casting spells. That's not me. It's some people and that's fine. Whatever, you know, whatever your vibe is, whatever you dig, I'm certainly not going to judge you. But anyway, in my real life, I am a blogger and an influencer and my, my, my gig is fashion and travel, lifestyle, beauty, those things. Um, so my YouTube is more geared towards that. And my followers, my lovely followers from Instagram, uh, are kind of who I'm talking to on YouTube, but there's no law rhyme reason that says I have to keep these things separated. If people are interested in both, I hope they are. I love talking about this stuff where I wouldn't have a podcast. So that is just really my little intro. I'm debating if I, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's talk about some things. I did a poll. I have a lovely, lovely little online community I'm a part of, and I I asked them what I should talk about first, and I can't remember, but, (laughs) because this was before my surgery, but the options were manifestation, candle magic, uh, I think love magic, maybe love and relationships. I, okay, I, I don't remember clearly, but today I wanted to talk about manifestation, even though I know everyone's so hot for candle magic. We're going to get there. I promise. Candle magic is my gig. That is the thing that I, I don't want to say I excel the most at because that's honestly Oracle card reading is the thing that is like my truest, purest form gift. But, uh, candle magic is like where my power is at its most intense I think that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, So it's something that I've always been drawn to and been able to cultivate into like a a really high form of it where, you know, I I get my results that I need. All good. We're all about good vibes and good magic and light work and nothing dark or negative, even though the cast is called Bad Witch, but we're not bad witches in that way. Um, Lost my train of thought. Dumb. Candle magic. Okay. So everyone's like really hot for candle magic. We will get there. But today I think I do want to talk about manifestation because we're in a new year. We're starting a new cycle. This is why I wanted to start this podcast and have like episodes ready to go for 2019 before my wisdom teeth were like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, that's not what we're doing right now. So manifestation. I, when I do my readings, there is a card. My, my main deck is a goddess deck. I'm a feminist. I'm all about goddess energy. Love my girls. Even though they do carry male and female energy, you know, we're all about equality here. Um, One card that I'm particularly, I try not to play favorites, but one card I'm particularly very drawn to, and and she tends to come up a lot of my readings, is Rhiannon. 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 You know the song, the Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac song? Her. Okay. So (laughs) she is a sorceress, and she shows herself to people who have a natural ability to 
manifest. We all have an ability to manifest what we want. You have to be very careful with what you think and you say, because that is what becomes a reality. That is what you attract. What you put into the universe is what comes back to you, right? So we have Rhiannon, 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 Rihanna. <laughs> like Rihanna probably is a sorceress because she's gorgeous and amazing and lovely and talented. And yeah, she probably is a sorceress. So she can be an inspiration for our manifestation too. Look what she's been able to do. I mean, fancy beauty is everything. So many bops. Anyway, so manifesting, she, she tends to show herself to people who are more, have a little bit more ability in that arena. Um, and what she's kind of taught me is because I talk to my cards personally and then I do readings for people. So I get to interact with them and see them from a couple of different sides and how their messages can be interpreted, you know, not just for me personally. It's a good, it's a good perspective to see what messages they carry for other people. And so with her, what she's really taught me is you have to be so conscious of what you think and what you say and what you write down because you are always in a place of manifestation. It's not this thing. Let's talk about spell work for a second. Okay. I'm going to come back to manifestation. I want people to understand something about spells and rituals and magic in general. There is no perfect way to do any of these things. You do not have to have an altar with burning candles from a specific store with specific stones, with, you know, feathers and bones and, and a blood sacrifice. It's just, you don't have to do it like that. You can do it like that. And there are things that help with certain things. You know, if I am doing a spell for prosperity and money, I'm going to pull out my citrine because that is the stone that's associated with that. But if I don't have it, I'm still going to say the pet spell I need to say. I'm still going to do what I need to do. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to cast a spell right now. I'm going to manifest this right now. Everything that you say and do and write and think has an impact in some way. And that's not something I've been conscious of before the last year and a half, two years, when I really started getting into reading my cards and rediscovering my, my spirituality and my abilities and what I'm capable of. And looking back, and I'm sure you will also have these moments looking back where you're like, wait a minute, I manifested XYZ for myself, especially, especially in my life. Everything that I've ever wanted has come to pass even if it hasn't looked the way I wanted it to look, even things I've just kind of thrown out there. I mean, this is really random, but when I was 20, 21, I knew I wanted to move to New York after I graduated from college. And I just had New York on the brain, New York, New York, New York. And I made all of my passwords, um, like in reference to the Upper East Side, because I like loved Gossip Girl and, you know, it was, 20. So I really wanted to move to New York and have this fabulous life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not knowing if it was going to work out, what's going to happen, but all of a sudden all these ducks fell in a row right after I graduated. And where did I end up moving the Upper East Side? It's not something that I was like, I'm going to make this definite plan. I'm going to look at these apartments. I'm going to New York. It just all kind of fell into place. Um, 
it's, it's been that way my whole life. I'll look back and be like, oh, I manifested this, but I didn't intend to manifest this. And what that has taught me is it's a two-way, three-way, four-way, five-way street because there's always all these different, um, not avenues, but there's always all these different layers, right? And there's always all these unseen things, unseen forces at work. So as much as I can sit and say, okay, I really want to have I really want to save this much money this year. I want to have a successful year. I want to have a wealth wealth come to me this year. And this isn't me personally, but someone else may say, oh, I really want to get engaged this year. I want to get married. I want to have a baby. That's also not me. (laughs) I'm not, that's not the track I'm on. But, you know, as much as you say those things, if you also say, I hate this job. I wish I could leave. Or... Um, my boyfriend's really good on my nerves lately. I just, I just want him gone. Both sides of those coins can be possible because you're not directing your manifestation and you're not taking control of it. And especially if you're the kind of person that really can manifest things and really has the like power to do that, you got to be so careful. And there's times I wish I would have been more careful with what I put out because I got exactly what I asked for. Um, I always get exactly what I asked for good and bad. And, uh, you know, I was actually the, the reason I kind of chose to talk about this for this episode is because I was talking with my mom the other day and we were talking about just feeling, you know, a sense of protection around us and our family and, you know, feeling a sense of some kind of higher being watching out for us and, and, just like all the good things we've been experiencing, you know, just kind of like a thankful moment. And she said something to me that I've never, she's never said it before. I've never heard it before, but she said, you know, be careful what you wish for because you never know who's listening. And it's true. It's, it's really true. You, you don't know who's going to grant that wish that you're putting out there. So with manifestation, can I give you guys homework? Is that, are you going to do it? Is that annoying? I have, I have like a spiritual mentor that I, I deal with and work with and she always gives me homework and I try to do it. So sometimes I do think homework's a good thing, especially when you're not actually being graded on it. It's just kind of for your betterment. Um, I want everyone to sit down and write out, you know, five things you'd like to manifest this year and focus on the good of those things and see what happens, you know, especially someone like me who deals with anxiety, my anxiety, people have got to stop texting me. My anxiety is also, I could just turn my noise off. Shouldn't I? Um, next time my anxiety is through the roof a lot of the time, which I have been told has a, uh, it, it does have to do, I don't, I don't know if everyone's, this is everyone's cup of tea. And I certainly am not like trying to diagnose people or not diagnose people or say, you know, legitimate science is hope because it's not, I'm so here for science. I I'm, I'm down for the gig. Um, but I have been told, and I do believe in my case that a lot of anxiety comes from the fact that I do have uh, a certain connection because it's, my anxiety is very, very fear-based and it's very irrational fear-based and Fear is like kind of a dark manifestation in itself. 
uh, where was I going with this? Anxiety. Oh, so I'm always like, oh, things are going really great right now. So <laughs> when's this bottom going to fall out? Or uh, I have this opportunity. So obviously it's going to get snatched away from me. Or I have this relationship that's wonderful. That's going to get taken away from me some way, somehow. My anxiety really likes to thrive in a place of like, you don't deserve good and you're going, X, Y, Z is going to happen to you because, you know, you deserve it and you should be afraid that it's going to happen to you. It's not even like that this thing happens. It doesn't ever happen. It never happens. But living with the fear and the anxiety of something happening is like, it's still getting to me. So I have tried to become very conscious in what I think and what I say and what I write. And I'm a big advocate of spelling is a spell. So I always try to write down, you know, what I want, what I'm thinking, what, what I'm aiming for. I believe in still like pen to paper, you know, not even typing it, texting it, you know, it's fine. Nothing, nothing's wrong with that. But I'm a big person of like putting pen to paper, feeling the pressure of you writing on the page and writing that stuff down. It's just, for me, it's, it, it makes it more of a ritual, you know, and, and we do deal with rituals, even if it's not like the way I said before, if it's not with an altar and candles and at, at three thirty in the morning and on, on a waxing moon, whatever writing is still a ritual, you know? And I, I do think that going through the ritual acts of actually doing it gives it more life. You kind of are putting your energy into the paper through the pen. So if I can challenge you guys this week until next week or a week after, I don't know what schedule this is going to be on yet because I have about 8,000 things in the air that I started all at once because my damn teeth. Um, I can, ch- I want to challenge you to think more positively about what you want to manifest, speak more positively about what you want to manifest and write more positively about what you want to manifest. Spelling is a spell and we're all about spells over here. I'm even going to try to write some spells, some new spells. For you all, I uh, tend to, what's the word? I tend to just kind of speak my spells out loud while I'm doing, you know, whatever I'm doing, candles. I don't ever write them down, really. I'm trying to get better about that. So I can actually give you some guys tangible stuff to work with. So yeah, manifestation. (sighs) This, it's not so much a how-to because there's, again, there's no right way to do anything especially if we're bad witches, <laughs> we don't need a formula for doing something. Cause we can already, we got it. And we're probably not going to do it anyway because we're bad at this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, sit down and say, okay, you have to, we've been through this. I'm not going to, it's not, there's no perfect how to, I've already said it twice. I'm going to keep going through this, but with manifestation, it's all about just starting it, There are so many things in my life that because I've had a little success here and there, people reach out to me for advice, which is wonderful. I, I, I love that. It's, it's amazing. Um, but what I find is that a lot of people don't like the advice I have to give because people in my experience, I don't want to make broad generalizations, but in my experience, people don't necessarily want to know how to do something. They want to know how to be successful at it immediately. And that's not a thing unless you're 
Kylie Jenner and you have millions of dollars in a high profile to launch a makeup company and, you know, sell out that day. That's not the case for most of us. But so the, with manifestation, it's just start. It's, it's not anything else with most things in, most things in life. It's just, you should just start, just do it. The same thing with meditation. And I kind of wanted to do meditation and manifestation hand in hand because people, you're, people hate meditating because it's really hard. It's very hard. (laughs) I'm not, it's hard for me. I haven't done it in over a month because it's hard to sit there and have a quiet moment and to not want to look at your phone. It's boring to be perfectly honest when you're, you're just kind of, you know, getting used to it. But your meditation enhances your manifestation. So I really encourage people to do it, including myself, but it's just something that you have to start. If you want to manifest something, write it down. If you want to meditate, turn your phone off for 10 minutes and sit in silence with your mind or download an app. I like, uh, what's it called? I like insight timer and I just do a guided meditation because my brain is going 100 miles a minute, minute, just like the way I speak, I know I speak very quickly. I, I can't change it. It's been my whole life. I I've tried to kind of slow it down, but then I decided that people just need to listen faster and we'll be, we'll be groovy. But it, it's just a, a matter of starting. Most things in life is just a matter of giving yourself permission to start because as long as no one gets hurt or no one gets killed, what's the worst thing that can happen? In most cases, you can take it back. That That's kind of the philosophy that I like to live with you can always take it back. You know, it's, if I sit down and I start this podcast and no one listens to it. And in fact, many people hate it and leave me terrible reviews, then I'll just stop and I'll take it down and we'll be done. But that's not going to happen. It's going to be so popular and we're going to get weird. We're in this together at this point. We're going to get so many listens and downloads and be a smashing success. Because that's what we're going to manifest and that's what we're going to believe in. But yeah, my advice is it's never going to be this deep how to do this. It's just start. Do what feels comfortable. Plant that seed and see what grows from it. So yeah, I'm definitely challenging you guys and hoping that you will take out a little time to write up a list of things you want to manifest. And it doesn't have to be this year or this lifetime. And it doesn't have to be some major goal. It can just say you know, I, I want <clears throat> to, excuse me, I have allergies like crazy. It could just be saying, you know, I want to accomplish. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that like normal people deal with because my career is very strange. Cause I am an influencer as I mentioned. And, uh, so I don't have like normal miles, milestones like other people. <laughs> and it's kind of like a made up job and we're all just kind of figuring it out in the last three to four years. So I'm in a different reality than most people. My job is very, it's, it's a cool job. I, I'm very thankful for it. And it's, it's been awesome. And I have kind of manifested this job to be honest, but I don't know what like a real job is with like real milestones and goals because my job is bizarre. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to just say, I, I want to, see more money coming in 
it doesn't have to be specifically from your job or just from any venture. Like I, my, one of my goals is prosperity and abundance and, you know, just set something that doesn't have to have a definite start, a definite end. doesn't have to be this big life change, just something that you want that's within reach because I do find that people do set themselves, set their sights too high when they're getting into manifestation or meditation or spell work or tarot card reading or Oracle card reading, because we are like a society of instant gratification. I'm very, very guilty of that. I want what I want when I want it. I'm very tired of not just getting what I want all the time. <laughs> I tell, I say that to people. I'm like, Oh, but stop teaching me lessons universally. Just give me. Um, so you have to consciously not set yourself up for disappointment. Maybe if you aren't currently in a relationship, don't say, I want to be married in six months. <laughs> I mean, wilder things have happened. You could be. But, or maybe if you, you know, have health things going on and you'd like to lose weight or gain weight, don't say, you know, I, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in the next two weeks or I'm going to gain 20 pounds in the next two weeks. Maybe say five. Maybe work with what is realistic so you're not souring the whole experience of being able to manifest and meditate and do all these things. Meditation is a perfect example. People always are like, okay, I'm going to start with 45 minutes. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to do that. You're going to start with five, 10 minutes. It's going to be guided. That's how you're going to break this down. Just uh, let's just go to meditation for a second. Um, meditation to me is like an extreme sport. And it's not something you're just going to pick up and do. And you're certainly not going to do it well for a while. Unless you're, I don't know, basketball is not an extreme sport. But unless you're like LeBron James, you're just not going to take to it immediately. It's work. And I like to think of meditating in your spiritual mind and your brain and your body and spirit. It's all like a muscle that needs to be exercised and become stronger. So give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack, babes. You know, like... You don't have to sit down the first thing and meditate and, and achieve enlightenment. <laughs> you can just turn your phone off for five minutes, be with your thoughts, and find some kind of peace with yourself. Because that's the thing, too. Meditation is really like this self-serving thing. You do it for you. You're escaping and bringing peace into your life and giving yourself quiet for you. So don't stress yourself out about it. You can't. It, you're not doing it wrong. There's no right way to do it. It's it's it doesn't have to be another thing that adds stress to your life. It should be removing it. <laughs> and you know, like I said, I'm I'm bringing meditation up so much because it really does go hand in hand with manifestation. The more you're able to meditate and focus in and and bring down the noise, the better your manifestations are going to go. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to write down, I haven't written anything down since New Year's Eve, um, but I'm going to be writing down some stuff today and kind of just checking in with the list I already made to see what I have accomplished and what's going well and what I need to tweak and what I need to set my sights on more. But also check in with yourself about, mm, check in with yourself about the things that are getting through that aren't good for you. So meditation, um, not meditation, manifestation, easy. Think it, say it, write it, speak it, all that. But I, I want your, I want the perspective 
of this episode to be, I'm not going to allow myself for to have the negative thoughts, to have the negative speech, to have the the dark, gossipy, heavy, downtrodden, you know, thoughts, speech, actions that I allow in. Because I think we all do tend to lean towards the anxious side. It's impossible not to in 2019 because our world is cuckoo bananas. When I meet people that don't have anxiety, I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) What? You don't have anxiety? Do you... Have you been outside? Have you looked online? What do you mean? You don't have anxiety, like can't relate. Um, so yeah, this this is yeah, you have your little homework, you have your your thing to do. You know, we're talking about manifestation and how clear it can be. But what I'm encouraging and the point of this specific podcast and the point that I'm trying to really drive home is be more conscious of the bad that you let in and out than the good you let in and out because it's so much easier to get bogged down in the bad and bad don't want anything good for us. It just wants more bad. It's just going to bring in more bad. You know, I don't want to get all the secret, but like attracts like, I do believe that. And I think what you get back, what you put out, you get back threefold. I I truly believe that. So put out what you want to get back and don't, Especially negative self-thinking. Is that a word? Self-thinking? Self-thought? I don't know. You know what I mean. Is is the thing that I think really drives it down the most. Because, you know, you're never going to write, well, hopefully, it's, it's much more rare for someone to sit down and write, I'm a failure. I'm, uh, I deserve bad. I this isn't going to work out for me. Like, you know, people are a lot less, um, uh, it's, it's not a habit to kind of commit that kind of stuff to paper, but it is a habit to think it. And it is a habit to say it. And especially the thoughts, cause that is your own inner monologue with yourself. That is what you think of yourself. And that is like the things that you keep in this, this private world where you wouldn't say it out loud because you know, if you say it out loud, people will be like, are you crazy? Do you really think you aren't this fabulous, amazing, badass, wonderful person that we all love and adore and deserve so much good in the world? So let's all try to take some time to focus on our thoughts. And I do have a little mantra I've been working on and it relates. I I said the opposite earlier when I was talking about my anxieties and my fears, but what I'm working with, uh, especially in the first kind of quarter, yes, quarter of this year is I deserve good. I think manifestation can stem from something as simple as that. I deserve good. I don't deserve bad. Do bad things happen in life? Absolutely. Do people deserve them? Eh. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe some terrible, awful, no good, very bad people kind of reap what they sow. True. But does your everyday average person who's just trying to get through this life deserve bad? Uh-uh. We don't deserve you know, the hardships that we, we deal with, that a lot of us deal with. And so let's not add on because things do happen, but let's not then add to that and say, well, I deserve this to happen. You don't deserve it. Everyone, not everyone. Okay. I'm going to stop saying everyone. We, me, you witches out there, we deserve good. Let's just start with that mantra every day. We deserve good. I deserve good. 
will bad things happen? Uh-huh. But do I deserve good things to happen? Uh-huh. And when good things happen that are usually going to outweigh the bad in number and in time and in effect, do you deserve that? Absolutely. You 100% that. You 100% deserve that. So homework, write down your manifestations, spend five minutes with some quiet and tell yourself, I deserve good. I damn deserve it. I deserve good. We all do. Most of us. I, I hope that we all get to a place where as a society and all the people in the world are putting their best foot, best foot forward. So we do, in fact, all deserve good. And no one's maliciously trying to hurt, injure, take down anyone else, right? So yeah, that's kind of my uh, spiel on manifestation and meditation, a, l- a little bit on that. Um, and my little intro, I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should really dive into today. There's just so much that goes along with this. I I don't know how to section it all out because conversations about magic and, and being a witch and spirituality and all this stuff, it never stays on one topic. You know, you're like, oh, and what about this? And what about this? It's just this, a tree with all these branches and they, they grow and, and maybe I should say roots and they're just like sprawling, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me. It's hard to stay on one, one topic, but that, that's what a podcast is. You need to stay on one topic. You need to be able to be like manifestation this week, love spells next week. I do have a really good, uh, love spell story <laughs> for you all in the coming weeks about how don't do uh, love magic when you're a novice because you will definitely attract the wrong person. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should cover today, especially because I already gave y'all homework. I don't know if <clears throat> you want any more. You know what? Let me tell you a little bit more just about me, which I probably should do at the beginning, but ugh, my job is kind of oddly talking about myself and showing pictures of myself. So I, I try not to do it too much in, in which world, but I am a witch. I am intuitive which means I feel things very strongly and I see things very strongly perhaps before they happen. Um, I am an empath. I know that's a word that became very, very trendy in like 2016, 17, basically, which isn't something to like necessarily brag about because being an empath is exhausting. (laughs) If there's one thing that I would like remove from myself. Even I mean I'm thankful for it, but if there's if I had to give up one thing, it would be being an empath because it is very tiring to take on other people's um feelings, emotions, thoughts, actions, intentions. And you you attract as an empath, you attract some of the worst people. You attract uh, energy vampires. You attract people that are, are. I was going to say cuckoo, but that's not fair. And I don't want to call people crazy because Lord knows some people could definitely call me crazy from some of my days and moments. <laughs> but uh, you attract people that can smell and sense how much goodness you have and how much sensitivity you have and how much openness you have and how much healing you have. Empaths especially are healers. And 
they will try to suck every last drop of your energy out of you. They, the people you attract will be, in case, in some cases, uh, very self-centered, very self-focused, uh, which I don't necessarily think is the same thing because you can be self-centered quietly and still be able to focus your attention on other people to kind of, you know, pretend like you're a good person. But to be self-centered and self-focused is like a lot. So if you do find that you're drawing those kind of people who will, who take, 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 and never give, 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 you got to let them go. Cut them. I love cutting people out of my life. I do it, you know, for fun. I mean, (laughs) that sounds horrible. Not for fun. But I mean, it doesn't take a lot. You got to, you, you show me one time what you're capable of. And I'll believe you. You don't have to show me twice or three times for me to go, okay, bye-bye. Um, you are not a good part of my spiritual journey. You do not You do not deserve my life. You don't deserve my friendship, anything. Um, but the problem with empaths is because we are so sensitive and we feel things so deeply that we want to help and heal people. We are like the broken uh, bird you know, we'll, we'll, we're not the broken bird. We'll look for the broken bird and be like, Oh, let me nurse you back to health and kill myself at the same time. Like, let me make sacrifices of myself for someone that doesn't even appreciate it. So long story long, uh, I am an empath. It is the one that I have the hardest time with because it does attract necessarily, not necessarily the best people and things to my life, but I'm working on spotting those people and things much earlier. So I don't give too much of myself and I can reserve, you know, my sensitivities for people that, that really can benefit from it and aren't just serving their own purpose, which isn't good. That's, you got to think about other people. And, And I mean that in a way of like, don't give up of yourself. If it is a detriment to you, you should always put yourself first, but you still have to consider other people and be compassionate and open, you know? So yes, intuitive, empath, oracle cards are my main gig. I uh, I have tried to work with a tarot deck a few times in the past, and it just didn't connect with me. I didn't connect with it, and that's normal. I think people don't really realize how normal that is because tarot cards are kind of more in popular culture as, as witchcraft has kind of become popular again in the last couple of years, but tarot ain't for everybody. And I'm one of those people. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, you have let me know message received, not from the cards. Cause I couldn't read them, but got it. This is not for me, but with my Oracle cards, I had, it's so strange. It's happened twice. And, and I, I know these things aren't strange because they're natural and they happen. But to me, I'm like, Oh man, what a coincidence. I still kind of can't believe things that happen. But I was, um, sitting in my apartment in Los Angeles and I had a witch store that I frequented. I always call them witch stores. I hope that's not offensive. (laughs) I always say that. Um, but you know, these beautiful stores that sell candles and crystals and all these things. Um, uh, what are these things called? Mm, I can't remember. Anyway, um, you know, they just smell amazing when you walk in and everyone's like, hello, welcome, welcome sister. Just the most gorgeous, wonderful, full of light energy, healing people you've ever met. And, uh, I heard my deck call to me. I was laying in bed, you know, it was probably like one in the afternoon cause you know, I'm a creative. I have to get my rest. <laughs> I have to lay around to like get my juices flowing. Um, 
but my cards called to me. So I drove straight to the shop, picked them up, went home, and I did my first, I read, you know, I read the little information that came with it, did my first reading, burst into tears because I was like, oh my gosh, this could not apply more to me. This is insane. And from that day on, they have been my, my guides and my sisters and my aunties and my best friends. They're my girl. I always call them my homegirls. Like, I, my, my cards have made a tremendous difference in my life. And it really is whenever you find that, that thing, when you find that one thing that really, really is your fit, it's, it's the most beautiful, natural relationship. And I, I feel so thankful that I found mine, you know, kind of relatively quickly. And then it happened not that long ago. I, I got called to a different store and the deck was like, here I am. I know you've been looking for another deck for a year. I'm right here. And I brought it home and it was exactly what I needed. And it was the exact compliment to the deck I already had. So my Oracle cards are my tools. I do readings for people. I do readings for myself. I usually don't listen to them, like I said, so I got to do them a few times. <laughs> but um, that's an extension of me being an intuitive, but it's also an extension of me being a healer. I did not know I was a healer. I was told that I got to turn, yeah, I'm sorry. I got to turn this damn notification off. This happened when I filmed my YouTube video too. I What am I doing? I'm going to get better at this. I promise. Um, but I didn't know I was a healer. It was, okay, that's not true. I knew in a way because I've had people tell me, but I, to myself, was never like, I'm, a, I'm a totally a healer, of course. Because, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a, what's it called? Not like, <laughs> I always say like mean mommy. Uh, but no, I'm like the tough love friend. Like, I, I, because I love people and because I care about them, I'm going to be like, listen, what's going on? What are you doing? Just like this podcast. We're going to get our witch shit together because we all need to. It's, you know, we're not going to be lots of days about it. We're going to do it. But, um, so I never thought, I always think of people that are healers with like a softer, quieter energy, even their voice, even their appearance. And, but it's something that kept coming to me over and over and over again. And so I kind of, looked into different avenues. Like I looked into Reiki, 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 I never pronounce it right. You know, and I looked into, um, like all kinds of things that are like body healing mostly with like touch. And the last time I went to the store and got the cards, um, one of the, and I don't remember his name. I don't remember anyone's name. Cause I'm, that's the kind of person I am. I never remember people's names. It's horrible. I have a very, very bad memory to start. <clears throat> And then I was in a very bad car accident three, almost four years ago. And so it was <laughs> out the window, it's gone. But, um, you know, he, we just sat down and we had this talk about traveling and places I should visit and, you know, different countries that are like vortexes and, and high magnetic fields and all this wonderful energy. And he's like, you know, you're a healer. And I was like, you know, people keep telling me that, but I just don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I don't feel it. And he was like, no, you're a healer. Trust me. He's like, you have a lot of light. You're a light worker. You have a lot of light to give which I was like, may I try, but I'm always tough loving people and they don't seem to, you know, love it so much. <laughs> Even if it works out in the end and I was right, they don't seem to really love the tough love part. <laughs> you know, I could be more gentle, honestly, but, um, I took the cards home and once I started really working with them and I felt the healing that came through them, I was like, bingo. Okay. I got it. I'm a healer through, through, through this arena. I can give people messages to 
give them some hope, give them some happiness, give them some joy. And the most profound experience that I feel I'm able to give with the cards is to give someone relief, which when someone was, which wasn't even something I was really thinking about when I picked them up and started doing this for the first few times, I was thinking like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And people are going to be like so excited to hear things and, you know, just get a better understanding of themselves and the situation they're in. But so many people from the bat, from off the bat, from the jump, I don't know, idioms. Am I right? So, so many people were like, I feel so relieved. And that means the world to me that I can give someone relief, especially as an anxious person, especially as someone who just lives in a state of fear and anxiety too much because I allow myself to, to hear from another person, you gave me relief. I am relieved. That is, that is like the best thing I could ever hope to do for someone truly. Um, and you know, when you do work with cards, you get some heavy hitters, you get some questions that are like, Oh gosh, I don't want to answer this because I don't want it to be the answer that you don't want to get. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to reveal like too many specifics and I would never, to me, reading cards, is kind of like going to, um, therapy. I don't ever want to give away anyone's privacy or, or disrespect like the sanctity of it. So I, I will never give like specific questions or names with people, but I've gotten questions about fertility. I've gotten questions about, um, health and procedures people are facing. I've gotten questions about, um, uh, children before they're born and about relationships and like, should not, I don't want to say the whole question, but about maybe divorce or separation, you know, heavy, heavy questions. And the fact that you can still deal with those and offer people a feeling of relief even then is wonderful. So as an intuitive, my cards are my, um, are my tool. I work with candle magic Fire, for some reason, is very much my element, even though (laughs) your girl is a triple water sign. Okay. I am a Pisces sun. I'm a Cancer moon. And my ascending is Scorpio. I'm cosmically drowning over here. (laughs) And I do, I do really connect with water, especially when I travel. I always try to like spend time in water. I, I will take a salt bath for 30 minutes straight. Don't tell me anything about it. I, I will soak it all in, but, um, for some reason, fire has also really called me and maybe it is because it's my, my opposite. It it opposes me. And so that, that might be the reason I've always kind of had this connection with it. But I remember even when I was like 12 or 13, I almost burned the house down because I was lighting matches so much, (laughs) not like a fire started pyromaniac kind of way, but I was just like lighting matches and blowing them out and being like, what is I, why do I love this so much? And then when I was about 13 or 14, I got my first spell book. I remember I showed it to my mom and she was like, you're not a witch. And I was like, Oh girl, we both are. Let's we'll get to that later. Another day. Um, and the first thing I really dove into was candles. I, I was so into it. And you know, that's another thing about finding out your craft and dabbling in it. You're drawn to things for a reason you there it's, it's not all happenstance. It's not just random. You know, there are a lot of things that are random in this world, but if you find that you're drawn to candles or you're drawn to tarot cards, or you're drawn to working with a pendulum or you're drawn 
to working with um, flowers and herbs. There's a reason behind it. That is your natural witch ability. Which let's let's go there for a second. I personal belief. There are other people that are more high profile than me for sure who believe differently. I do not believe that everyone has natural magic. I don't believe that everyone's a natural witch. I believe that there are people that are natural witches and and that comes from lineage usually, uh, DNA for sure. But I do believe that everyone has the capacity for magic. Everyone. Good, bad, sometimes too many bad people. Um, I think I do think everyone has the capacity for magic. It's a skill. Just like, you know, let's say it like this. I personally have always been envious of artists, people that can just draw and paint. I'm like, oh, that's so amazing. Why wasn't I born with that? I just wish I could paint and and draw and sculpt. Like what a gift. I think it's just like the most immense gift to have. But, you know, nothing's stopping me from picking up a paintbrush and taking lessons and improving upon myself. I could, I, I'm never going to be a famous artist, which wasn't my goal anyway. But I mean, I'm never going to have something good enough to probably hang up. (laughs) But I could always improve upon nothing. You know, I I don't have a natural gift for it. I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible drawer. I'm a terror. My paintings are not that I do paintings, but like, even as a kid, like I didn't have the damn coordination for it. Truly. I just couldn't even to this day. I came and hold my pencil correctly. I like put two fingers over the pencil instead of holding it with like a finger on either side. If you know what I'm talking about, I had to wear like the little corrector things never worked. I still can't hold my damn pen or pencil. Right. But what I could have done and what I still could do is I could have taken classes I could have learned from people that do have this gift. I I still have the capacity to make art, even if it's not the highest level of art. That's how I feel about magic. Even though there are people that are born artists, they still have to train and practice and learn and work. And, you know, and, and, and not just, I mean, yeah, there's a few people that wake up and they're like, oh, here's starry night. You're welcome. But, you know, and they have to develop it and find their technique. And that's the same thing. Even if you are not born with this like accelerated gifts and magic, you can still learn it. You can still practice. You can still tap into your intuitive nature. I, that is something I do think we all have. I think everyone does have intuition, and intuitive nature. I don't think everyone necessarily has the capacity to, to like read cards or to do candle magic or to, I keep referencing the same things because it's like the two things that I do the most. Um, I I don't think everyone can just pick it up and do it in the way that I've been able to do it. And like my, my fellow coven ladies and men have been able to do it, but there's no reason saying you can't ever do it. It might not be the strongest or highest level of doing it, but you know, do it. Hell life is short. (laughs) Just do as long as it's not hurting anyone else. I say do it you know, do whatever you want as long as, as it's, it's coming from a good place and good intentions. So I just wanted to throw in that little side note about natural magic and natural witches. And is it all of us again? No, I don't think so, but it doesn't stop you from doing it, which is the important part. Don't let it stop you just because, you know, it's not something that you were born with or woke up with one day. You didn't turn 16, like teen witch and 
you know, come into your powers. <laughs> I love Teen Witch. Oh, it's so good. That that was another thing when I knew I'm just I'm just going off at this point. That was another thing when I, I knew that this was something that was in me and I was I was a part of this was um I was obsessed with Teen Witch and the craft when I was a kid. I mean Teen Witch is older than me, I'm pretty sure. And I mean I'm I'm old, so <laughs> like old. And I mean I was maybe I wasn't I was younger than when the craft came out than when I discovered it. But I mean, in fifth grade, oh, we like started a coven. We, we, we were so into it. We we're like dressing in all black and not, I mean, a lot of kids do that. A lot of kids, you know, have this play pretend fantasy where they're pirates and they're witches and they're, uh, cowboys. I don't want to, I don't want to say the other part because you know, it's problematic and, uh, we're not going to have any problematic things here on this podcast, I'm, I'm going to try my hardest. Um, but you know, you play pretend and you dress up a, and you're a dragon and you're, <laughs> you know, whatever it's kids imaginations. But to me, I was like, Oh, I am this, like I, this is the key that I've been missing. And I've been waiting to like have this revelation. So again, it's like, what draws you in? What are you attracted to? It's there for a reason. You're feeling these feelings for a reason. Okay, so we've taken four to five uh, left turns from what I was originally talking about, which was who I am. So yeah, Oracle cards. And another big thing for me is dreams. I see a lot in my dreams. I, people uh, that have passed on come to me in my dreams. I also have a new skill, which... I'm not loving it so far, but we'll see what happens where, um, I will astral project, um, through no, no, like trying on my end. It's not very fun. I don't like it. I don't like leaving my body unprotected. I try to get back in as quickly as possible. Um, so that's a new thing. And I also have a very new thing that just started in December, right before I had to put this podcast on the back burner for my uh, surgery, which is I now dip into past lives. So this is why that's not fun. (laughs) I hope I'm not selling all of these things. It's just like, oh God, it's horrible. No, it's wonderful. But you got to learn how to get get a hold of it and and get some control over it. Um, But what happens is I get super nauseous, which is, is there a worse feeling than nausea? Not not for me, not for the switch. And uh, I just literally feel my body fall back and I'm back in time. So uh, that's, cool, but I got to learn how to control it and harness it and see what's going on and why it's happening and what I need to be learning. And it's not just, I'm dipping back and then I'm, I'm back and I'm like, Oh, my head hurts. Please don't do that again. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, and my body vibrates before I do either of those things. Uh, also not the best feeling. And I, I, I kind of dread the vibration cause I'm like, Oh, here it comes, here it comes. I can't stop it. So that's work I have to do. You know, just like we're all going to write down uh, what we want to manifest and we're going to do our medifi- man, uh, meditation. That That's other personal work that I'm doing. We're all always a work in process. If you think you've ever gotten to the top of like anything you're doing, you're confused and you're wrong and like keep on pushing. Cause there's always going to be more, especially with this stuff. Cause we're dealing with like natural and supernatural things from different realms and 
things that you're never taught in, in this real world that are even real, let alone how to harness and control them. So that's a journey we all have to kind of figure out ourselves. And thankfully, we always connect with people eventually that can help us, you know, if, if we're very fortunate. There's, you get some kind of guide or mentor, or um, I always say I'm like a witch godmother <laughs> to people. So however you need to look at me, if you need to look at me as your witch sister, your witch aunts, your witch mom, your witch godmother, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, I'm here for you. I'm going to answer your questions. Oh, speaking of questions, um, or if you want to write down your manifestations and share them with me, I do have an email. It is... Uh, the bad witch podcast at gmail.com. Uh, speaking of that stuff for a second, I don't think I'm going to set up any social media for uh, this podcast. I mean, for sure, not right now because uh, it's just me, but just me and like six of my friends from my like online Facebook group. So I love so much. Uh, but also because my, my job is social media and I am trying to take a break from that. And this is definitely an outlet and it's creative and it's, it's the same kind of stuff I'm always trying to, um, you know, work in cause that's what fits me best. But I don't think if I do set up something, eventually it'll be a Facebook page. Uh, even though all the Facebook pages for podcasts I've been in have imploded, <laughs> But also I like, if I did start one, I wouldn't let problematic people in. So we'd never have a problem. And I wouldn't say problematic things. So we'd never have a problem. Um, but I don't, you know, like an Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. It's stuff I have to do for my real life. And this, my witch life is so pure and wonderful and away from that and, and not stressful that I, I don't know if I want to make it stressful, but definitely email me questions. I would love to have a Q and a, it's hard to talk to yourself for this long, um, I will definitely have guests on. I will, whether they want to or not, <laughs> I'll be like, Hey, you got 30 minutes. Oh, and that's another thing. You know, we're all just starting this and this is a journey we're going to definitely take together. I don't know if this is going to be 30 minutes, if it's 30 minutes, if it's going to be an hour, if we're going to do a very special Christmas special, that's, oh, that was a lot of shush. I have holes in my mouth because of my teeth being removed. So excuse the lisping. Uh, you know, two, three hour Christmas, spectacular. Like who knows what's going to happen. It's, I don't, I don't like to, like we we're saying with uh, manifestation, I don't want to put heavy, um, you know, expectations or restrictions on anything I'm going to do. Let's just free flow it. Let's see what happens. Let's see who comes. Let's see who goes. Let's see what you all like the best. Uh, also, I'm trying really hard to say you all. Because I don't want to say you guys. It's a habit I'm trying to break myself of because, you know, guys doesn't apply to everyone. And I'm also not trying to say y'all, but I am Southern, which I'm sure is like popping out because I'm talking so much. But I just, the way y'all hits the ear sometimes, I don't love it. So I'm trying really hard to retrain myself to say you all, which my mother will be so happy about because she has the most beautiful style speaking and syntax and diction in the world. And I'm just like, Hey y'all, what are y'all doing? Hey guys. <laughs> so I'm working on it. I promise. Um, also trying to take out the ums and the likes and the, but yeah, oh uh, yeah. I'm going to work on all that stuff. We're going to, we're all going to get better together. Oh, sweet. I, I, it was a really sweet moment. I just felt with all of you that are listening to this. Um, 
so yeah, I'm trying to think if I covered everything about manifestation. I hope this is what the people who I, I did have vote on this and said that that's something they wanted to focus on. I hope that this has been a help and it was explained in a way that makes sense and that you feel, I don't want to say like feel completed by it, but feel, feel more confident in what, you know, I've shared about manifesting, but it, it really isn't, again, it's really not this like big magical mythical practice. It's just eradicating the dark, negative, heavy thoughts that you especially allow yourself to have and speech that you allow yourself to have about yourself and people around you and your situation and focusing on the light and the good and positive and what you want to bring in and making that not just a practice when you're manifesting, but making it a practice all the time. It's a lifestyle change. It's, it's like, you know, you don't go on a diet, you change your lifestyle. You don't just think and write and say good things when you're practicing your manifestation. You do it all the time. You just, you, you blot out all that darkness and negativity because again, you never know who's listening. You never know who's going to grant that thing that you said that you didn't mean to say. You didn't mean it in a way of, I hope this happens, but you said it and now it's out there. You know, isn't that from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or something? And now we've said it. (laughs) When all else fails, just think of Camille Grammer. And now we've said it and and it's here and it's out and you can't pull it back. Or, um, you know, and, and let's let's be like Sonia Morgan. Let's light our abundance candles and let's think of all the wonderful things we're going to manifest. Oh, speaking of candles, well, let's get into candles just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Um, I would like to do an episode where I kind of walk you through what certain crystals are and gemstones and or their meaning and symbolism and how, how to work with them. And same with candles because, you know, colors kind of co- correspond to everything. Uh, I don't know... I, I don't know the best way to do that because I feel like if I'm just like amethyst, purple, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and I'm just reading like amethyst, aquamarine, I can't think of any other A ones, uh, moonstone, citrine, peridot. I don't want to just sit here and like read a list of things to you. So I'm going to find a more a, a more exciting way to kind of put it all together. But um, in abundance, if you're working with uh, wanting to, to light a candle for that, there's definitely stores where you could purchase them from. Obviously everyone has a local witch store. Um, I also, when I lived in LA, the two stores that I would frequent the most were called Spellbound Sky and House of Intuition. Uh, personally for me, House of Intuition has candles that I prefer. Spellbound Sky has crystals and other wares, cards. That's where I got my card deck from that I prefer. This isn't sponsored, by the way. This is my first episode. I certainly don't have sponsors. I don't have listeners. Um, but this is just recommendation for me to you. But you and you, they they have wonderful candles at uh, HOI, and I would get the abundance candle or get you know love come to me, which I'm pretty sure is how. Let me not say that yet. I'll, we'll get that. We'll go to the love episode and, and and get on that. Get on the good foot on that. Um, you know, so they have, then they have ones for your sign. So if you're a Pisces, a Scorpio, Aquarius, you can buy them for that. You can buy them for the different moon phases. Um, you know, you can buy one to cut cords, to clean house, all that wonderful stuff. And so I do like those candles or any candles that you can find at your local store like that, because they have an intention put into them. They come with stones that are charged with those intentions. They're made in a certain way under certain moons. Um, and so they're great because they kind of 
have done part of the work for you. Oh, and also uh, smudged.co. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. Oh gosh, I hope I did. Um, okay, sorry. I'm going to maybe cut this out. Smudge.co. Yes. Okay. Um, they have lovely candles and I order all of my Palo Santo from them. And the owner is so lovely. It's so amazing. She's like the sweetest person and, um, they have great products. So, uh, check them out. Definitely. And, um, again, not sponsored, just, you know, trying to get you guys some good, some good tools out here. Um, but if you are just going to run to your local, even whatever store, and you're just going to pick something up, uh, green candle, green is good for abundance and prosperity, green like money, right? So it doesn't have to, you don't have to go get the specific $15 candle because candles are expensive. Okay. They're, they're not cheap. Uh, especially if you are going to get them from these stores that are really specialized and, you know, popular, they're not, it's not, but to me, it's worth the investment because if I light a candle, for if, if the candle is $15 and I light it, uh, you know, and let it run for four or five days. And then I get a campaign for work the next day where they're going to pay me, you know, $2,000 for the scope of work. Well then, you know, $15 cut in too bad. after that. So you kind of just have to weigh, is it worth it to you? Do you want to make the investment in it? But if you purely are just like going to sit down and focus on abundance, I would pick up a green candle, um, or also like a dark red. I like, I like the vibes of the dark red. It's earthy. It's, it's, it's kind of filled with fire. You guys know how I feel about freaking fire starter over here. You know how I feel about fire. So, um, I would go with that. And when you manifest, my other suggestion would be to get, oh, I'm putting everything into the first episode. Cause like I said, there's so much to talk about and it's all like interconnected and, and all, all part of the same package. But I, another personal practice of mine is I like to cleanse the space I'm in before I will sit and speak my intentions and write them down in that space. So there's sage. Everyone knows white sage, right? And then Palo Santo. Please excuse my butchering of Palo Santo. I could try to say it more correctly, (laughs) but then I'm like, do I sound like an idiot because I'm putting this accent on that is not a part of my cultural language at all? And do I sound like just like a a offensive like poser or something. So Palo Santo is holy wood, white sage. Um, I used to be a big white sage person. I do still love it. I love the smell. I love like the ornamentation of it. I love how beautiful it is just sitting out, especially, um, like at smudged, uh, they wrap it with these beautiful, like dried lavender and flowers. And you're just like, Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> I don't even want to burn it. Um, so smudge, uh, so you smudge, you know, smudge, smudge, haha. <laughs> You smudge with white sage, light it, let the, uh, usually at an angle. So the smoke, the flame kind of waft up or not waft up this, the flame can go up the sage and then it creates this like billow of smoke and it, it's so fragrant. It's just, you know, it looks like you're really doing something because all this smoke is just like wafting everywhere. Um, but I personally like to use Palo Santo because sage is about pushing out and, um, removing bad dark, negative, heaviness, uh, you know, any spirits, anything like that. Palo Santo is about bringing good in. And so when I'm manifesting, I, I like to focus on like, this is all the good and abundance I'm attracting to my life. So Palo Santo is my personal preference. I also kind of enjoy the smell a little, I don't, 
Is this like a Catholic, being raised Catholic thing? I was raised Catholic. Um, I'm uh, non-practicing. I don't even know what they call it. That's how non-practicing I am. I don't remember like the right term for it. Um, But it smells like church to me. And I always really loved that like smoky church smell when I was a kid. And it smells like the Catholic church to me. I don't know if people want to be associated with a Catholic church in any capacity, but the smell was always very lovely and very like, like being enveloped in like a cloak of, of warm, like wool or fur or something like it just smells so good. Not that I condone people wearing fur. It's horrible. But, uh, unless it's part of your culture and you have like hunted the animal and used its part, all that stuff, like far be it for me to tell a culture what to not do. If you're just like buying a $3,000 coach from Saks. Yeah. I don't, I don't support that. Um, but Palo Santo smells amazing to me and I just, I kind of like the energy it brings more. And so I will, uh, smudge myself. And when I, I go from head to toe, I touch my, well, don't touch it when it's burning <laughs> or when the smoke's coming out and it's hot. But I like to touch my head for my crown chakra to just open my mind. And, um, I touch my mouth. So I will speak clearly and I touch my heart. So my intention is pure. So you think it, you speak it and you feel it. And so I will do myself and I will hit all the corners of my room or my home wherever, or, you know, hotel room, wherever I'm staying at the moment. I, since I travel a lot, um, I try, I hit corners because that's where things collect energy collects in corners, especially bad energy. So I, I'm like, you know, be gone. No, thanks. And, uh, then I just kind of, you know, take every other area, doorways, anything, windows, anything where things can cross in and out. I just hit everything and you just, you know, let the smoke kind of go out on its own. I don't with working with candles and working with, um, anything you're lighting on fire, you don't want to extinguish flame. You want to either snuff it out where, wait, am I saying that right? Yes, you snuff the candle out. So, you know, I'll put like a piece, a book over it. And so the flame dies down on its own or I'll just let it go out on its own. I try not to and blow it out because it's like you're canceling out all the work you just did and all the intentions you just put out and all the things you just said out loud. It's like, oh, never mind. Cut it. You're you're killing it. You're cutting it short. Um, So I do that and then I'm ready. I'm ready to get the old pen and paper and write it all out and read over it. And hopefully hit a good meditation after, but you know, like we said, meditation's hard. It ain't for everybody. Well, it is for everybody, but it ain't for everybody at once. And the first time you ever try to do it. So yeah, if you're going to do this little homework assignment I'm giving you, that is how I do it. Uh, it's not more complicated than that. So we're all gonna be bad turned good witches. <laughs> We're going to really get into our practice and we're going to dedicate time to it every week and maybe every day if it's something that you really are, are trying to bring into your life like full force right now. But it's okay to still, if you can only just hit it once a week, it's okay to dabble. You know, it doesn't make you a horrible witch, it just makes you a bad witch. <laughs> and hey, nothing wrong with being a bad witch. I still get my stuff done. I still, I still try to, you know, do what I can when I can. But yeah, I think we've covered whew, a lot. I'm I'm kind of tired of talking. You're probably I don't I don't know. Are you tired of listening? Let me know how long you would like this podcast to go. That would be like a big help to me. Um, especially I love podcasts. I love them. 
I haven't listened to the radio in like three years. I know no current songs and that's not because I'm old or I'm not old, but I'm, I have an old spirit. I'm like 90 years old in my spirit. I've been here before, you know, we all have. Um, I, I cannot name any songs on the radio. I don't like, I'm trying to think if I can even name a song just I've heard on like, I've seen on Twitter or in gossip groups. I can't think of any, um, because I just listen to podcasts. I love them. And I, I love the hour long ones or like if it's a hour and a half, a two hour one, I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> because it's just, I'm going to get so much stuff done. I'm going to go to the gym and kill it. I'm going to go grocery shopping and get everything done. I'm going to uh, do all my laundry at once. I'm going to empty the dishwasher, especially when I lived in LA because my commutes were like out of control. I, if I had like a new a two hour podcast, I'd be like, Oh my God, this is the best. I don't have to like fiddle with my phone while I'm driving. Don't, which don't, I don't have to, you know, listen to the radio and be bopping between stations. And I don't have to like pick another podcast. I can just listen to this. So ideally I would like to go an hour just because I feel like people do like to have that full 60 minutes of listening time, especially if you're trying to do something. But, uh, you know, cause I'm just figuring this out. It's, it's, I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to give you an hour of material every week, but I will certainly try to, and I will certainly, uh, talk as much as I can. Now I know what all of the podcasters I listen to are like, Oh, I need some water. <laughs> I'm feeling very dry and it's kind of dry today. And I did not take my Zyrtec last night because along with being a bad witch, I'm just bad at taking care of myself in some ways, but I'm, I'm sure we all, we all are. Um, so yeah, let me know. And especially, oh, and when we do have questions, it will be much easier to uh, give us a little more time on this uh, podcast and this platform. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I did have one question submitted before I had my surgery and it was, how do you smudge? <laughs> so we covered that. Uh, it's definitely something I can get into deeper in other episodes. Um, it's, uh, this is what I need you guys to tell me how long you would like the podcast to be, um, topics you'd like me to cover and to what depth you would like them covered. Do you want me to actually give you full spells to say, do you want me to really walk you through how to do this step by step by step? Or are you more comfortable with like, Hey, this is the idea of this and you know, just get started and, and let's have feedback with each other and tell me how it goes. Um, let me know. I do want this to be an interactive experience. I don't, I don't want to, I have no interest in being a teacher and like, and I'm saying this as both my parents are teachers, being a teacher and like, I'm just going to talk to you and tell you what to do. And then you do it or you maybe do it or you don't do it. I want this to be like a collaboration. That's, that's what I do in my real life every day. That's what my job is. So, um, I want it to be us working together and you being a part of this. I'm not interested in just talking to people and not getting anything back. You know, that's what we're a coven. You guys, y'all, you all, damn it. <laughs> I, I was so good until that moment. I think, I think I only said it one other time. Um, but you know, let's think of this as our coven. We're the bad witch coven and you're all officially in and we're going to do this together. We're a community. That's what a coven is. A coven is not about, listen, 
let me tell you something about American Horror Story. <laughs> and I would like to do a, a, an episode where we just go through Coven because I that is my favorite season. I know it's people are like, there's so many plot holes. Listen, there are witches in New Orleans. I'm a witch in New Orleans. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be biased and it's my favorite season. But <clears throat> the concept of a supreme it's it's not something that I necessarily want people to carry with them when they think about witchcraft and covens because to me, it's more the sense of community and everyone being equal and filling in the gaps where other people lack. So uh, like, like I was saying before, I'm really good with candle magic and card reading, right? I've told you this 10,000 times. You're like, we, we got it, girl. But something that I'm not good with is... Um, uh, I always, I always say the wrong word for it, but basically working with herbs and flowers to create potions and, you know, salves and all that kind of stuff. So if I have someone in my coven that excels at that, then, you know, with our powers combined, we are Captain Witch or whatever. <laughs> Is that a really, no one's going to get that reference. Uh, I mean, you will, but some of you are probably going to be in your twenties and be like, huh? Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm not trying to be your Supreme. <laughs> Not, not at all. Uh, I love Jessica Lange. Let's, let's never let that go unsaid, but I'm not trying to be your Supreme. And I love Sarah Paulson, the next Supreme. Oh, have you guys watched this? Am I spoiling it? You should have watched it by now. Um, yeah, we're a community. We're all on the same level. I just happen to have decided to start a podcast about it. So I'm happy to answer questions. I'm happy to guide. I'm happy to teach, but it's not about me just talking at you. You're a part of this. You're in my coven now. Bad witch coven. We're bad witches. We're bad bitches. And we're going to get shit done. I'm really happy that you're all here. I hope that you got some good information from this episode. I can definitely <clears throat> go deeper into manifestation and meditation. But it, it is a good thing to kind of have a springboard. Like, hey, I tried this. Why didn't it work? Or I want this. What's the best way to say it? Or I want this. What's the best um, way to put it out? My dog is scratching on my door. I think she's ready to go outside. She, she runs me in this house. Um, and she just threw me off for a second. What was I saying? (laughs) Oh, so we can definitely go deeper into manifestation, uh, and meditation for sure in the future. These are not topics that you're ever like, this is the be all end all on what it is, but so happy to have you guys here. You guys, damn it. So happy (laughs) to have you all here. I, um, trying to think if I should have like a specific sign off, but eh, we'll see what happens. Well, something will come to me at some point. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's the same thing, but I like the way they both sound until next time. Bye.